it is my generation's responsibility and the younger generation's responsibility to listen, to stay home, to stay away from other people. Asymmetric people are spreading this virus. I agree. Oh, yeah, people bigger on one side than the other. I agree. They're the villains. People with a giant eye and a little eye. Right. Asymmetric people spreading the virus. Picassos is what we call them. Crooked smiles. Sure. Bent Ga- noses. Guy does a lot of curls with his right arm. None of left. <laughs> Asymmetric people are causing this to spread. That's funny. <laughs> that is. Now, we got somebody else. I don't know who this person is before we play what they said and then their apology. Who Who is Vanessa Hudgens? Oh, are you kidding me? Uh, singer, actress. I'm, I'm fairly certain. Superstar. She was on the... I wouldn't know if she walked in here and gave me coronavirus. The high school musical things that were big nah, that uh, several years back me, but or whatever. I'll, I'll take your word for it. Yeah, my generation of kids. Are you, are you... Please. She's a goddess to them. Okay. Um... Yeah, till July sounds like a bunch of bullshit. I'm sorry. But, like, it's a virus. I get it. Like, I respect it. But at the same time, like, even if everybody gets it, like, yeah, people are going to die. It's just terrible. But, like, inevitable? I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't be doing this right now. <laughs> you know, I'm having a moment here. You just allow me a second. I'm starting to think that. We shouldn't expect anything at all from actors and singers, I don't, except acting and singing. But I don't, I don't care that Shut she the said hell that. Up. I'm not mad or upset or. Oh, I'm angry. I don't think it damages the I'm world. I'm going to post anyway. angrily on Twitter. Just you usually wait, wait till you see my Instagram post. So she ap- seething with rage. She has apologized. Did she need to? So that what? I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, she said deaths are inevitable. That would just say young idiot is being a young idiot. I don't care. Anyway. So she's not up on today's epidemiological update. All right, fine. Just be quiet. Hey, guys, I'm sorry for the way I've offended anyone who has seen the clip for my Instagram live. I realize my words are insensitive and not all appropriate for the situation our country and world are in right now. This has been a huge wake-up call about the significance that my words have. Oh, really? Uh, now more no, than ever. You know what, sweetheart? They have no significance. Yeah. None. None at all. None. <laughs> that's hilarious. You're you're a half-wit. I mean, that's clear. Who are you again? <laughs> but, number one, there are a lot of half-wits. And number two, now you figured it out. We'll all be fine. Mm. So, Amazon sent out a letter today. They are, at various times, the biggest company in the world. They are shipping Tom Brady to Tampa. Yeah. He'll, he'll be wearing a... By the end of the day, you will see see pictures of Tom Brady holding up, I, I assume, a number 12 Tampa Bay Buccaneers jersey. In an empty room. Is that his number 12? Yes. Yeah. Uh, in an empty room, yeah, because... Uh, what are you going to do? Amazon told sellers and vendors... Today, that it was suspending shipments of all non-essential products to its warehouses to deal with the increased workloads following the coronavirus outbreak. Amazon is now prioritizing medical supplies, household staples, and other high-demand products uh, in its warehouses so that they're just freeing up space. Um, that means sellers who use Amazon storage and delivery network for a fixed fee, blah, 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 blah. So a lot of the stuff that you, that I have been able to buy and get like the next day Guitar strings, socks, whatever, might not be uh, so quickly delivered now because they're uh, freeing up the warehouse space for uh, stuff that's got more to do with the commie flu. Which, yeah, well, which that's, I get. that's too bad because I know in troubled times like these, you love nothing better than to sit around wearing only socks and strum your guitar. So, <laughs> before you react, folks, the guitar covers his genitals. 
So it's all right. It's not as sick as it sounds. That's another thing. I was talking a little bit ago about how this would have been so different not that many years ago when you couldn't text everybody, when you didn't have cell phone, when you didn't have internet, we didn't have Netflix just from an entertainment standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Amazon's another one. The fact that I break a guitar string and think, dang, I'm out. I click on Amazon and I have it by the end of the day at my house didn't exist just a few years ago. Sure. And you can do that with all kinds of cleaning supplies and food and board games for the kids or whatever as we're all shut up in our house. I have breaking perspective. Breaking perspective. All right. I've been texting with a friend who's an emergency room doctor. He says he thinks the precautions are an excellent idea. He said volume is actually down a little bit because people have gotten the word, don't be going to the hospital over crap. We can't be dealing with you right now. So he's happy about that. He says he hasn't seen any new COVID-19 cases. I think he said today, which is a good sign. So they're testing where he is because this other nurse we got said they're not testing hardly anybody yet. Uh, He's on a daily call with a major health system with multiple hospitals. They haven't seen any new cases in the past few days, which is very encouraging. It's all about, uh, you know, flattening that curve so we don't get overwhelmed. Uh, so that's that's good, although we shall see. Um, Sacramento, so the, the um, uh, what are they calling it? For some reason, I can't remember this phrase. Mm. Stay the hell in your house. What do they call it? Oh, the shelter in place? Shelter in place. Right. It's not stay the hell in your house? Uh, essentially it is, yeah. The stay the hell in your house order in the San Francisco Bay Area, it's the first experiment of this kind in U.S. history. It was amazingly successful. Well, it's moving east in California, and now Sacramento's suggesting it also. We got this text. The two bars within two blocks of my home in Sacramento, California, were packed at 2 p.m. on St. Patrick's Day. Both still open. One opened at 6 a.m. this morning. So, there you go. Some people are staying open. Some people are still going to the bar. So, if you need a little eye-opener, steady the hands. Exactly. Had a rough, rough St. Patrick's Day. The only way you're going to be able to fill out your forms for your government check is if you take a drink to get your hands slowed oh, down. Oh, wow. That's an uncharitable description of the morning drinker. I didn't need to say description that. Description of the I didn't Maybe it's the third shift guy. <laughs> Day what are you, dr- carry nation over there? Day drinking is a relaxing pastime. <laughs> well, come on. Maybe you quitter. Maybe you're working at night. Have we nailed this down? I'm just seeing this headline. Coronavirus can persist in the air for hours and on surfaces for days. Yes, it can. I thought you debunked that. Well, no, it's, it's only it's, partially debunked. That's in a lab setting. Yeah, it's As still I true. Said before, uh, yeah, but then that's misleading. That's the that's that's not true in reality. Well, yeah, it can be. I it's unlikely, but it's possible. Man, that, what does it say? That's, can that's, or or does it say always does? It says can. But there you, you go. No, that's I'm not. I'm going to win the argument by no. yelling louder. <laughs> that's not good journalism. That that, is, that that leads. <laughs> Thank you. That leads people to believe that that's what's happening regularly, commonly. Yeah, right. And that's not the case. No, but it can be. <laughs> just what the headline said. So stay inside, just in case. I'm the Joe Biden of this argument. Jack is the Bernie Sanders. I wash my hands with soap. How's how Bernie Sanders doing these days? He's got to be disappointed. I'm using a lot of soap. Oh, boy. Well, that's good. So does he hang around or does he uh, call it good today? Uh, He has suspended social media advertising, which some are taking as a sign that he's going to wrap it up soon. But uh, the Sanders camp is denying any reports that they are folding tent just yet. Hmm. Yeah, they are. They're folding their tent, packing it away. They're unloading their cooler. 
They're putting their RV back in the garage. Please, it's over, Bernie. When's the first time we see Barack Obama on stage with Joe Biden? Because I do think that is his big weapon, his not-so-secret weapon that he's got. Well, after Obama! They, after they, that's right. I remember him. Um, right after they both get COVID-19 testing, they'll be together on a camera in a room, but no stage. Um, he is the most popular politician in America by any poll you, you look at. Barack Obama. He's an arch conservative, judging by the tone of the uh, primary so far. Yeah, where but, he'd been, he'd have been hooted off the stage. He might, the, the crowd might have rushed the stage and beat him to death for his horrific conservative policies compared to the lunacy we've seen. Yeah, he would have. Uh, well, maybe he was just playing the game at the time. I don't know what he actually believes in his heart, but he didn't believe health care was a right. He didn't believe illegal immigrants should get well anything. Uh, free health care. They deported millions of illegal immigrants. All things right. that Joe Biden has said were wrong. Breaking news. President Trump says he is invoking the Defense Production Act to expand U.S. response to the coronavirus outbreak. What does that mean? There are things the federal government can do, things your state can do. Everybody's doing everything. Uh, I, you know, I'd have to dig into it. Is it's, this worse than the Stafford Act? Uh, <laughs> which he invoked the other day and changed all of our lives forever. <laughs> We'll explain the Defense Production Act and how it will affect your life next. Armstrong and Getty. With classes canceled around the country, lots of people are homeschooling their kids. I'm homeschooling my kids, and it's working out pretty well. In fact, my kids have already learned a valuable lesson. Their dad is an idiot. (laughs) Seriously, after about 15 minutes, my kid said, we're transferring to mom's class. (laughs) My kids laughed hard at that last night. We watched a little of the Jimmy Fallon monologue from his kitchen. (laughs) He was doing... They found out their dad is an idiot. They howled at that. Oh, boy. Um, The Dow down 6.99%. 6.87, 6.95, down about 1,500. It's flirting with the whole hit 7% and they shut down the market thing. And and we're not talking 7% since the peak. We're talking 7% since yesterday. Yeah. Moving down. And, Moving down. And yesterday went up a little after the biggest, second biggest drop in 128 years. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, that is, that is uh, shocking. The president spoke just a few minutes ago and said this. And this afternoon, I'll be meeting with nurses on the front lines of the battle against the virus. They're truly American heroes. They want to get it done. They're incredible people. So we're going to be meeting with nurses. And uh, I actually look forward to that. Very brave. They're taking a lot of risk, and they, uh, they have done an incredible job, and they never complain. Today, I'm also announcing that the Department of Housing and Urban Development is providing immediate relief to renters and homeowners by suspending all foreclosures and evictions until the end of April. And the president invoked the Defense Production Act. Which I don't know what that is. Jack, the act contains three major sections. (laughs) As I I recall. The first authorizes the president. Oh, you're doing this off the top of your head. Yeah. Oh, okay. just, uh, I was, uh, let me see the Defense Production Act. <laughs> Which one Defense was Defense Production Act. <laughs> first provision authorizes the president to require businesses to sign contracts to fulfill orders deemed necessary for national defense. 
It authorizes the president to establish mechanisms such as regulations, orders, or agencies to allocate materials, services, and facilities to promote national defense. Third section authorizes the president to control the civilian economy in some ways so that scarce and or critical materials necessary to the national defense effort are available for defense needs. For instance, if they have 350 ventilators down there at the ventilator hut and announce that they're going to send sell them to France because France is really paying through the nose... The president will say, oh, no, you're not. Okay. Uh, for instance, it is a wartime tool. It will be interesting to hear what the courts have to say about uh, using this power during uh, the current times. <clears throat> I'll just say that. So we've been talking about how the shelter in your home thing has been an amazing success. The first time it's ever really been tried on this scale in the United States history. It's been great for me individually. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I find myself reaching for the cocktails a little earlier. Yeah, sure. Go for it. What's wrong okay. with that? What, do you, you got to go out <laughs> and run you some say, errands later? No, well, you're staying home. You say it like you got caught with an illegal something or other. I don't know. Well, it's, it's, it's if you start earlier, you don't end earlier. <laughs> it's just okay. more. I don't know. Should I you, don't need to eat more. I need, need, don't need to drink more. You don't think drinking a little more during, discipline. during a troubled period is perfectly reasonable? I, what if I'm needed by my country? And I'm all drunked up, staring glassy-eyed at the tube like a moron. It's 9 o'clock at night. What is your country going to need from you? Well, that's just the point. You don't know, so you got to be ready. (laughs) But uh, so uh, I was saying the shelter-at-home thing has been amazingly successful. I didn't know you could make an announcement and have 7 million people stay home for the most part. It's just absolutely incredible. We got this text. How long till people say, blank this, I am feel fine, I'm losing my shirt, I'm going back to work? I give it two weeks. Some will. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Human nature is unpredictable. I don't know. Uh, at some point, i got to believe people will start to trickle out of their homes, and then it will be like anything else that happens. Well, they're going out. I guess I'm going out. Mm-hmm. And then... I don't know. In an afternoon, it might go back to normal. I don't know. This is all brand new territory. It, it depends what develops in the U.S. in terms of cases and deaths and that sort of thing. It's one of those ironic deals. And Dr. Fauci has been absolutely open about this. He says, if we do this exactly right, people will be mad at me for overreacting. It's like, you know, fire prevention means a, a little uh, cabin in the woods or all sorts of fire safe programs. And the rules are, are, are quite strict and the enforcement is serious and the rest of it. And if you do it right, you don't have a fire and everybody's like, why were you yelling at me? But that's the way human beings are. This is a good headline. And that's why I don't like them. This is a good headline. Woman realizes she's. <laughs> I usually can make it through headlines. I, I don't laugh during headlines very often. No, you don't. Woman realizes she's been washing her hands with a block of cheese for weeks. <laughs> That's a funny headline. What's she been eating? What's Bernie been using? <laughs> oh, boy. I'm using a lot of soap. Um, I don't know how this would happen. Oh, I know why. That block of cheese looks exactly like a bar of soap. She'd been washing her hands with a lump of cheddar cheese mm. for weeks. <laughs> I'd imagine that didn't do her any good. This is a Vancouver, Washington woman. 
She became confused after realizing her soap wasn't foaming as usual, but she discovered her hands smelled like cheese. <laughs> I would think you'd notice that right away. This is odd soap. Not a, it smells mm, it doesn't, cheesy. It doesn't lather and my hands stink to high heaven. Right. It doesn't seem to be working for me. Right. But days went by before she realized she'd after, actually left the cheddar out on the counter and had been using it to scrub her hands. Now, that's a stupid woman. Stupid, stupid Canadian. I'm, I'm glad we have closed our borders to those cheese-washing morons. And it says here in a, in a sub-headline, hand sanitizer is much better for cleaning your hands than cheese. I'm sure it is. I see. That is funny. Yeah. Also in health news, we mentioned this uh, earlier. Thousands of men around America are super bummed because they timed their vasectomy to watch the March Madness. And now they're just watching, I don't know, soap operas or reruns of the 89 tournament or something or other. So that's a drag. That's a drag. Uh, First, you got neutered. Now this. I don't well, really watch sports, but you, you go buy a TV every now and then that's got sports on. And, man, I've seen enough Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, Tom Brady highlights to uh, to last me the rest of my life. Yeah, which is fun. You know, I don't mind putting my feet up and watching a golf tournament. I don't have the capacity to memorize what happened three years ago. I don't. I got a vague memory, but so it's entertaining. But it does lose its immediacy. You know, my my wife has asked me years and years ago, "Why do you like watching it?" It's because it's it's real drama. The the outcome has not been determined. It's going to be determined as I watch and these people are trying as hard as they can. It's exciting. I'm with her. Why do you watch it? Who will triumph? Ooh, ooh. I'd just as soon wash my hands with a block of cheese and spend my time doing that. How yeah, did she, Canada can have you. Seriously, how did she not catch on to that for days? Because she's stupid. <laughs> I already answered that question. The Armstrong and Getty Show. keep calling this the Chinese virus. There are reports of dozens of incidents of bias against Chinese Americans in this country. Your own aide, Secretary Azar, says he does not use this term. He says ethnicity does not cause the virus. What? Why do you keep using this? Because it comes from China. It's not racist at all. No, not at all. It comes from China. That's why comes from China. I and want to be accurate. Yeah, please, John. I have great love uh, for all of the people from our country. But uh, as you know, China tried to say at one point, maybe they stopped now, that it was caused by American soldiers. That can't happen. It's not going to happen. Not as long as I'm president. Uh, it comes from China. John, please. Uh, two questions. So that this this has turned into one of those litmus test sorts of things. Where oh, yeah. Because I just was talking to somebody in the lunchroom horrified by him calling it the Chinese virus. I think it's awesome. So, so it doesn't bother me. Chinese China. Virus, Chinese virus. Chinese virus. Although Sean was making the point, it should it be the China virus? Because Chinese is it's like... That's an ethnicity. China is yeah. the country of origin. Now, I, I want to put the blame on the Chinese government. Well, so. that's why we go that's with the, I'm That's no. why I'm advocating for the red plague. Red. It, it removes all possible <laughs> racism connotations from it and still gets the things that we like about yeah. calling it that. Well, I, I hate you even saving racism connotations because every reference to an ethnicity is not racism. But that's what the that 
it would it would eliminate the ability to say it's racist. Yeah, I don't care if it's true yes. or not. I don't want the people to be able to. He hit doesn't the club care with it. if it's true or not. Did <laughs> you hear that? Because adults need to be able to have conversations, and we can't get hijacked by by reporters and and, and woke Twitter. He yelled louder than me, so he won that yes. one. But, yes, point, Thomas. <laughs> the the president the the president is trying to make this point, and I wish more people would make this point. China's calling it the American flu. So we need to battle back on that narrative. Right. Now, come Somehow. On, China. Well, and listen, I'm reading this utterly just mind-bogglingly dopey and overheated editorial on NBC News from Kurt Bardella, who's talking about the terrible racism of the president, calling it the China flu. And he mentions that CBS White House correspondent who's pretending to be hurt because she heard somebody say Kung flu. It's also fake, but it's great. It's straight out of the... The uh, the Plato fun factory of fake racial outrage in this article talks about now many Asian Americans are saying they feel unsafe. I can't even go about my life now because I'm afraid people are looking at me, said one young Chinese girl, Chinese American girl. Nothing's actually happened. Nobody's said anything, but she has this weird sense of unease, probably because NBC News is telling her constantly, be uneasy. It's unbelievable. Where's that one quote? It's just so silly. Um, I I don't buy the the normal talk people have about Trump being a racist with the border and kids in cages and all that conversation. But on this one, it's perfectly def- defendable that he's that the point he's doing it is to combat the narrative China's trying to put out there that we actually put this virus out in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a propaganda thing between the two leading superpowers in the world, um, which was uh, common back in the Soviet Union day to have those kind of arguments. Um, anyway, a Chinese American high school student in South Florida documented what teenagers like her were experiencing in a powerful New York Times video. Asian Americans like me are feeling hate infect every part of our lives, she said. Not only do we have to be afraid for our health, we have to be afraid about being ourselves. First of all, you see somebody Asian, you can't tell if they're Chinese or from wherever, so that's stupid, uh, that you're assuming they're Chinese when you don't know. And then secondly, the idea that if, if, you, if you are going to say or do anything because you think somebody from China is that you're so stupid... I imagine there's nine other reasons you should be locked up. Right. Well, and but to get back to what she said... Asian Americans like me are feeling hate infect every part of our lives. Not only do we have to be afraid for our health, we have to be afraid about being ourselves. And at no point does anybody talk about anything bad that happened. There was one alleged possible hate crime in New York City. Among the, you know, in the metro area, 15, 20 million people around there that they, they uh, tout. And it's probably, but this gal uh... from South Florida doesn't say anything bad has happened. Anywho, I'm glad that even during a time of crisis, we've got time for these stupid blanking conversations. I'm going to get Trump reelected, woke crowd. You, you think? Oh yeah. Do you think that was that a, won him ten thousand votes, maybe a hundred thousand? That conversation we just played. Do you? Do you think the, the more people were on Trump's side on that or less? I would almost guarantee you more on Trump's side uh, on that one. Um, looking at some polling of who's concerned about the commie virus and who's not least concerned. 18 to 29-year-olds and Republicans, most concerned, 65-plus and Democrats. I think we all understand what's going on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, percentage of U.S. adults who said they had a lot of trust in the following, 
to provide correct info about the pandemic. A lot. I don't know if I have a lot of trust in hardly anything. Well, neither does anybody else, because the highest ranking uh, entity out there is the CDC, and only 50% of people say they have a lot of trust in them. Wow. I I might check a lot of trust for the CDC. Yeah, I do. Um, I do. I mean, they're dealing with a a pretty unprecedented situation, so it's not going to be perfect, but yeah, I have a lot of trust. But we'll work our way down the list. (laughs) Uh, the WHO, 43% have a lot of trust in them. Trump is at 20, so you drop way down to 20 for Trump. 18% for Pence. Network News gets 17%, so hey, Network News is touting these numbers. I heard these this morning on cable news. Um, you, you left off the fact that you're below the president. Wow. You liked to mention how low the president's rating was, but you didn't mention network news is 17%, cable news is 13%, and wow. newspapers are 14%. That's pretty hilarious. Radio's 11%? That's wrong. Disc jockeys are usually honest. They wouldn't lie to you. <laughs> if I say seventh collar gets a free soda, it's true. <laughs> we count. We have to. <laughs> Color one, try again. Color two, try again. <laughs> I have given it to caller three because that's the only callers I got. Yeah. Hey, you're caller nine. Yeah. Because I'm embarrassed. Because <laughs> I have nobody listening. Yeah. Oh, well. I'm talking to myself. Uh, <laughs> online news percent, eight percent have a lot of trust. Oh, boy. There's more to yes. go. Social media is at seven percent for a lot of trust. Wow. 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 So all the so much social media going on, but very low t- uh, feeling of I'm getting information I can trust. So what so do we wait, do it for? So wait a second now. This is absolutely hilarious. What is uh, what is uh, uh, news have the TV news? Uh, cable news is thirteen. Okay, Network news is seventeen. Okay, so looking at online NBC, an outlet with seventeen percent trust is going from a social media post, which has 8% or something, being reported in the New York Times, which has 12% trust, and I'm supposed to give an S what what they're writing here. <laughs> well, them making a big deal out of the president only has 20. You'd hope the president has a higher trust number than that. But oh, certainly. You'd also hope the free media that keeps this whole thing going. Um and by free, I don't mean you don't have to pay for it. I mean by not controlled by the government. Right. Um, you'd think they'd have higher than in the teens. I guess the long and short is, is we just don't trust anybody or anything, which was Putin's goal, and he won. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. That's something, though. Yeah. That is a low level of trust and in information during one of the biggest crises that's occurred in my lifetime. Yeah, uh, Putin is uh, is chuckling. It's what he's been trying to get, just so we don't trust each other and nobody believes anything. God, there's a there's a book out. We might may not have to talk to this guy, Duthat, from the New York Times. No, Ross Duthat, yeah. Uh, and his his book out about um, decadent, how we're a decadent society, and his uh, definition of decadent is different than I've ever heard it before, but it's basically out of the word decay. It's just decaying. It's just uh, institutions that no longer work or have trust and uh, we're clearly there. It's mm-hmm. not about, you know, orgies and drinking. It's about just we don't believe in a lot of the big things that that worked in the past. Right. That's a decadent society. We're cynical. And um and a, a, so much of society seems to and it's reflected in pop culture and all kinds of different things. We have this view of a period of time 
40s, 50s, 60s, something that was so much better. And that's why TV shows, movies, clothes, policies, whatever, are all hearkening back to that. That's when America had it going on. And uh, and now it doesn't. And it's it's really pretty interesting. It seems pretty clear to me that that's absolutely true. Mm. And I don't know how you rebuild the trust in all this different stuff or get your mojo back again. I don't know. I don't know if it happens. His his point is it just kind of happens to it happens to companies. It happens to brands. It happens to societies. Right. It's just something that happens. You reach a level of success and you kind of just coast for a while. Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of examples out there. Yeah, yeah. I find myself thinking. I just think it may have to do with a lifespan. Uh, the, you can prolong a lifespan. Like a brand is an interesting thing to think about. You have to keep renewing your brand and changing it. But you know, w- one problem is that you're afraid to change what works until it's too late to change. You ride it into the ground, or you you keep replicating what worked in the past, and it no longer is applicable. But mm-hmm. you're hoping that it will be. Well, yeah. I'm just thinking of uh, Bono's got a song out today, right? From that's, uh, that's from right. U2. Oh no! Uh, play a little of his jam. It's about the coronavirus. Who wanted that, and he put out a song about the coronavirus. And St. Patrick's Day. Did he had he did it live. Okay, but anyway, my point was going to be, you can think of some of your favorite bands are that way. It's just like the the, the United States or Great Britain in the past or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, great, and then you kind of coast on your greatness, and then you try, try to do that a couple of times again, just like you did before, but people are kind of tired of it now, and it just ain't quite the same. And it's, yeah. I can see it. Yeah, yeah, it's too bad. And it goes back to my, I really ought to write this book, although I won't, for two reasons. Number one, that would take a lot of effort. Number two, there are too many books. It's Joe Getty's theory of societies, that we veer from guardrail to guardrail and briefly pass a sweet spot, but are completely unaware of it as we're passing it. And the question of unity and gung-ho and up with America and don't you be bad-mouthing America, that was probably, for a lot of our history, too far, because it ignored some of the the sins and, and, and errors of the way we ran our country. In particular, you know, with the minorities or, or human rights or whatever, police brutality, um, we were making mistakes on one side. And so in an effort to correct those, we veered way to the side of nobody's gung-ho and positive and let's go America about anything. And, you know, that leads to the crumbling or the decay, if you will. His argument in his book is that um, it's true for, I'm sure, companies, bands, countries, societies, everything like that. When you're really striving for something, uh, it, it works pretty well. And so it was the opening of the West as we moved across the country, then exploring space to a certain extent, whatever. And then you reach a point where you're not striving for anything, you're just... Playing not to lose. Mm-hmm. Boy, did, did another great uh, analogy, metaphor. You've seen sports teams do this. Um, uh, coasting in a season or in a game or whatever. It's just, I don't want to screw this up. It's going pretty good now. You're no longer like really striving to be a great band, a great company. You're just trying to continue what's good for now. You're risk-averse. Yeah, you're, you're playing prevent defense. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I we think ought to talk to Ross. We ought I, to do an extra large podcast. I think that speaks to these numbers for network news, newspapers, the president, and everything else, and what we have a lot of trust in, I think. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC.
The Armstrong and Getty Show. I don't remember the last time this has happened either. You've got hundreds of scientists across the world, multiple countries working together, lots of money being thrown at, trying to come up with a drug to deal with the commie virus mm-hmm. in, a, in a way that um, hasn't happened for a long time. I hope they're successful and soon. Yeah, I'm hearing a lot of optimism, but you just you wonder. A lot of people want to be uh, optimistic, and so they may spout off a little bit early. But we'll see. You know, the proof is in the pudding, Jack. You know what that means? No. It means I'm hungry. I'm hungry for pudding. Um, I, I hope... Uh, that means you know when it comes out. I hope the question of who makes the profit off of it and who gets credit for it and all that sort of stuff doesn't slow down its development. Yeah, that's a lot of what's going on with the rolling back regulations and red tape and the rest of it. It's like, no, nobody gets a, a world exclusive on this. Just get it as fast as you can. So uh, Ian Bremmer just uh, tweeting an interesting point of view that is uh, great for Trump fans and great for Trump critics. Did coronavirus come from China? Yes. Did it expand globally because the Chinese government covered up for a month? Yes. Does China produce most of U.S. medical supply chain? Yes. Is it wise to antagonize China in the middle of this crisis? Are you effing kidding me? He actually dropped an F-bomb. So uh, he agrees with the president in his assessment that China is to a huge extent responsible for this nightmare, but uh, thinks that maybe you ought to keep those cards closer to your vest. For Boy, I don't know. I don't know. Are we in that sort of position? Yes. Where we got to keep our mouths shut about China? I don't yeah, like that. I, I'm not 100% convinced, but yes. Yes, essentially we are. We depend on their good graces for a huge amount of our medical supplies and drugs, which is just idiotic. It was based on a naive, wishful policy that China would come around and be our good buddies if we just did business with them. Well, they're not our good buddies. They haven't come around, and they're not going to. So we need to reassess what we're doing and change it. So you would say keep your mouth shut until you've uh, yanked the manufacturing of your drugs or whatever back from China? I Because you're go, just in a bad position? You know, I don't know. I'm kind of in the middle between like what you're saying and Ian Bremmer saying. you got to be at least somewhat diplomatic for a little while. It seems, you know, it's like the, the, the Mr. Gorbachev tear down this wall. Too provocative or not? Well... Sometimes the truth's a good thing. Just call it as it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like I say, that's why I'm in the middle, which is uh, probably a little cowardly. Uh, (laughs) Because you're right. You don't want to coddle them. Hell no. Like past administrations, both parties have. Um, The Dow is down almost 8%. I don't know at what point, because I know 7% triggers something. I don't know if it has to stay below 7 for a certain number of time or something like that. I think it's frozen, isn't it? It ain't moving. Oh, it just shut down. Yeah, you're right. Yep. Just shut down at uh, about 1,700 down. Going wow. down. And now, final thoughts with Armstrong and Getty. Engage. So will that be five times in seven trading days that they had to shut down the market? Something like Ooh, that. Ooh, that's something. Um, here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew. Free speech reigns here. Michelangelo, what's on your mind? Oh, good news. My fiance just texted me. She found toilet paper, so yes! we're, 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 we're going to be okay. 
Fabulous. You're saved. Uh, positive, Sean. A final thought? Yeah, being a supply mule for uh, for my parents to, today. I'm running to the Good stores, man. grabbing them stuff, making sure that they don't have to go out, and I'll I'll be the one to face the disease. There you go. You know, that's a good point. I've heard of a number of programs in a number of different places where younger, healthier folks are, are doing the grocery shopping for the oldsters who really shouldn't be uh, in the stores. Uh, Jack, final thought? Everybody's going to want to know, Michael, where'd she find it? The pantry. It starts with a T. Toilet paper. Target huh? had toilet paper. Well, once Target starts getting toilet paper, then the shortage is over. There I like the guessing game, though. That was fun. I was going to, you know, <laughs> I'm kind of on this roll of trying to have a donut every day to see how long I can keep that streak going. Are you still doing that? Are my donut shops going to be open today? So far, they still have been open. I'm going to have to grease you up to get you through the door soon. I'll, I'll bet the donut shop's not open today. Huh. I don't think it's essential. It's essential to me, but I don't think it's essential in general. All right, my final thought is no matter how cynical you are or mistrustful of the media and the government and the rest of it, just stay away from people. Just, can do. Go along with it. If it's if it turns out to be a big, big nothing, we'll know that pretty quickly and we'll have a great story to tell. If it, ter- it turns out to be a horrific disease that causes millions, you're going to feel bad for the rest of your life. And if you ever stop feeling bad, I'll remind you. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people who thank so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. All our podcasts are there for you. God, and merch. Buy merch. God bless America. You having a good time? Okay, I, I did not say okay. that. I've sat here for over three hours and 15 minutes. <laughs> that sucks. If you wish to leave, you may. Let me just say how very, very dismaying and disappointing. Not uh, good. And just change the channel from this mesmerizing horror show. We'll be better tomorrow than we were today. Then we heard the words. It's over for me. Adios, mofo. Okay, so we're, we're, you're, we're dismissed, is that correct? Do you want to rephrase uh, what you're doing your own aide, Secretary Azar, says he does not use this term. He says ethnicity does not cause the virus. Why do you keep using this? Because it comes from it's China. Racist. It's not racist at all. No, not at all. It comes from China. Armstrong and Getty.